Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 and welcome. It is Wednesday at 3 o'clock, one of my favorite times of the week. That means I get to talk to you. Now, if you're listening to this as a recorded version, I have no idea what time it is, and it really shouldn't matter, because it's always time for Forbes. Doesn't it sound good? In fact, we're talking about that in terms of what have you forbes lately? So how did that term even come about? It's a couple of years ago when I first started this crazy whirlwind speaking career of mine, inspiring people out of their minds to take action and have better lives, both financially and physically. Uh, one of my, one of my uh, videographers came and said, well, that's a very interesting speech that you give. Um, I said, yeah. And he said, so people can create anything? I said, I think so. Well, the next morning, we're all on this island. And there's a raffle. And in the middle of the raffle group was this beautiful but odd-shaped necklace. And the woman next to me starts going bananas. And she's like, oh, my gosh, my daughter's getting married. And the, this looks just like my neckline. It would be awesome. But I'm like, looking at her thinking, look, there's 150 people in this room. They're probably not going to call you. And you're like a little overly excited that like you really want it. Well, they start the raffle. And bam, they call her name. She looks at me and says, huh, I forbes it. Okay, so what does Forbesing it mean? Well, apparently, it means to manifest something, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. And so for the last couple of years, I've been asking people, what have you Forbes lately? And I get the most magnificent replies from people, um, ranging from meeting a man of their dreams to leaving their job and starting their own agency to creating children to traveling abroad. Because here's my philosophy on this, everybody. You need to listen really carefully. The secret comes down to knowing what you want. And I've asked tens of thousands of people through my, co- my, my courses just that question. And usually I get the same kind of odd blank stare. Ah, I want to travel. I want love. I want something generic. So here's how it goes. All of a sudden, Grubhub started, right? Imagine this. You call Grubhub and you say, hey, Grubhub, I'm really hungry. I want some food. And they're like, okay, great. We got lots of food. What do you want? Um, I don't know. Maybe Chinese. I think, I think you know, maybe I'll have some French. I don't know. A hamburger would be good. Maybe a salad. I'm sorry, ma'am, I'm here to give you whatever it is that you want. What did you want? And meanwhile, you're yakking because you can't figure it out. Grubhub hangs up the phone and says, call me when you know. Now, imagine this scenario. You call Grubhub going, hey, what would you like? You say, you know what? I would like a Caesar salad, uh, salad dressing on the side, extra croutons, no anchovies. And you know what shows up 15 minutes later? A Caesar salad, anchovies on the side, extra croutons, and dressing on the side. Wow. How did that happen? Well, because when you ask for what you want, Grubhub can easily deliver it. And so we metaphorically call the universe Grubhub lately. And my question is, you know, what is it that you want? Well, my first, well, my two guests today are two amazing women who have decided that one of the things they don't want is a life of mediocrity, right? So they said, how do we do this? And they, they got together and they created a book called Crushing Mediocrity. I love that. It's advice and stories about how to rise above the status quo, not only in your business, but in your life. And so they started on this adventure to highlight women who have crushed it in a male-dominated world, mostly in aviation and automotives. Now, you know me. I'm all about crushing men. Wait, no, that's not true. That's not fair. (laughs) But I do have a philosophy, and I will share that with them when I meet them, about why why bald men should all be rich. 
So please welcome to the show my two guests, Renee Bangelsdorf and Lisa Copeland. Hey! Hi, Hi Thank you so much. Oh, you are very, very welcome. So and you're about to ask me, what is it about bald men, right? So here's Absolutely. what I've Well, here's what I've concluded. Both of you have hair. I've seen you. You're both very glamorous women. I love glamorous women. The problem with us is, and I'll admit it, I get my hair colored every five weeks. It takes about three hours. I blow dry my hair. It's very thick. It takes about an hour almost every day, every other day. I do false eyelashes, full makeup. That's another hour. That's that's two and a half hours a day plus the three and a half hours plus the makeup times 365 days a year. That's almost 600 hours that you and I spend doing this that bald men who don't wear makeup don't have. They, they have extra hours. 600 of them. They need to be rich. They need to be rich because they need to buy five jets. Beautiful. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, so wait. What, who, who, uh, Renee, are you the one who said you'd never heard that before? No, Lisa said that. All right, so Lisa, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I love that. I mean, you're right. That's one of the reasons men get ahead. They have less hair than we do. I've never thought about it that way. You nailed it, girl. But it's just not hair. It's the hour of makeup. I will tell you how this became very apparent to me. Is it doing all these Facebook lives? I started, like, not wearing makeup because every time I want to do one, I, I can't do a full makeup. And people started getting all over me going, that's out of brand for you. You should be wearing makeup. And I thought, wow, Tony Robbins walks on his stage wearing shorts, T-shirts, and a pair of sneakers. Can you ladies imagine walking out in public and being taken seriously if you did that, Renee? Not me. Nope. Right. So this whole thing about being a woman. Now, so I'm going to, let's talk about you for a second. So Renee, you co-founded Crushing It Academy, which is fascinating. Because not only, but you come from the world of aviation, is that true? It is. I actually have a full-time job. Um, I own and run a company called Charlie Bravo Aviation, and I buy and sell private jets for my day job. Nice. I'm still in aviation. I actually got my pilot's license when I was 15 years old. No kidding. That's amazing. My daughter has hers now, and it's um, really difficult. So kudos to you. Well, you know, my dad was one of those dads who didn't watch football or baseball games, but he loved flying, and it was his dream, as he told my mom, that I was going to draw I fly before I drove. So I got my, yeah, it was kind of crazy, um, and I loved it. But you also have a background in journalism and marketing, and so you put all this together. Give everyone a little insight into who Miss Renee is and how all this started for you. Oh, my gosh. Well, yes, I went to journalism school, quickly learned that there wasn't a whole lot of money in journalism. And got into marketing. And then 10 years ago, my husband dragged me into aviation marketing and, and started, uh, we started a company together buying and selling private jets and quickly realized that we were best served or the company was best served with me in the CEO seat. So that's where I sit today. I do a ton of contract negotiation. We've closed deals in 42 different countries over the last 10 years, and it is a roller coaster. It's 99% male-dominated, Forbes, so lots of bald men. Well, no, and it's interesting, and I, and I know I say that in jest because I was a stand-up comic at some point in my life, and I, and I love that little part of my speech, but I really do want to dig down a little bit deeper because when we also talked to Lisa about this, who I've met before, um, what, uh, how you really function in the world as a woman in a man's world. So I kind of want to really dive into that, but Lisa, give us a little bit of background of how you, you know, you're the queen of the automotive industry. Explain to everyone how, you know, 
how that all began for you and where you are at this moment. Great. Thank you. Um, I spent about 25 years on and off, or 20, about 25 years on and off in the automotive industry, and I sold my award-winning and number one world-breaking sales record dealership in 2016, and I went on a journey kind of like yours, Forbes. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an international speaker, author, and uh, consultant in Fortune 5. Nice. All right. So let's begin this conversation because I want, this is a very powerful, important message for me. I don't live in your world. I don't work in a traditional company, and I've always been quite the disruptor. So I've gotten away with a lot. But that's not really fair to women who really have to deal with men at an executive level and really stand their own ground. So, Renee, let's start with you. Give me some of the obstacles that you face and how you would instruct women coming up or in that world right now to handle them. Well, Forbes, thanks for asking that. I get that question a lot. I think the first thing that that women face is not being taken seriously. And I think that, that this is decreasing now, but I think that when you're a younger woman, if you don't have the credentials, so the educational credentials behind your name, I think that you need to be very, very clear about what you know and what you don't know in your own mind. And then you need to assert yourself on the things that you do know, and you need to learn the things that you don't know. Don't be afraid to ask, like, hey, I don't really know that much about that. Could we sit down at lunch and talk about that? Or could you point me to a couple of resources where I can learn more about that? Because I want to be the best asset this company has. So that's the first thing that I tell women um, when I'm asked that question. You know, say when you don't know what what you don't know. Okay, and that's valid. What do you wear to a business meeting with professional men? Usually a dress, and it's usually fitted. Um, I wear heels unless I know I'm meeting with people who are short um, because I'm five foot ten, and I don't want to be towering over them to the point that their head's at my chest level. That's um, a little uncomfortable for everyone, so I wear flats when I'm in China. Um, but other than that, I wear... I'm a woman, and I dress like a woman, um, and I act like a woman. Um, you know, I've learned over the years that I get more respect trying to be who I am and being authentic than trying to fit in with the guys. Oh, I love that. You know, we've got about three minutes before break, and I don't want to rush any of this. So, Lisa, let's ask you the same question about obstacles that you've overcome and something you would tell a woman and how she might be able to handle it. Right. Okay. Obstacles I've overcome is unconscious bias, for sure. Um, walking, I was the only woman that sat on the board of the National Dealer Council of FCA, which is Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. And people just assume because you're wearing a fitted dress, as I would too, and the most expensive shoes I can find, um, that, that we don't know what we're doing. And so I, I think that for women to take their place at the table, I think they have to find their voice and they have to not be afraid to say what's on their mind and stick to it. So that brings up an interesting question because I've been do- I do a thing called the Forbes Factor Training where I help everyone find their voice, men, women, and I've discovered that so many people are broken on some fundamental levels, which is one where their unconscious bias stem from. You know, you know it's interesting when I, was doing- when I was big in infomercials, Billy Mays, God rest his soul, said to me, Forbes, you really should kind of focus on the two-minute spots, not these 30-minute long things that you do because they're going to be out after a while. I said, Billy, I can't do a two-minute. The reason that you're the most famous two-minute guy is that you can come on camera and go, hey, I'm Billy Mays, and if you want this, it's the best. I said, if I yell at somebody, I'm their mother, 
their girlfriend, their sister, and I'm nagging and I'm their wife. They don't like me. And it's a funny thing because women can't, we don't have that luxury. But so my question is when you're, I mean, I just see you guys, you're both very beautiful. I see you in a room full of men with a tighted, fit, fitted dress on. And I'm thinking, how do you find your voice? How does a young woman figure out how to stand there and be who she is meant to be without feeling that she's less than, you know? And I got to tell you, I got one minute to commercial break. So if you're curious about this, and I'll tell you what I really am, because I talk to so many people and I find it a little sad, but women come up to me and say, hey, Forbes, how did you get to be so confident? How do I find that? Because it's not that our women are not smart. Renee, it's not that they don't know to ask questions. It's just this odd conflict, whether it's internal in them or internal in people watching them. But right now, I got to say thank you to my sponsors. And we come back. I think we're going to finally uncover how to succeed as a woman in a man's world. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. All right. Hopefully this is one of the most controversial hours of your week. We're, we're uncovering one how not to play small, how not to be mediocre, and how not to cower if you're a woman. You know, I just did one of my classes called Forbes Factor, and I had people read Marianne Williamson's quote about we were all meant to shine and not to play small. But Renee and Lisa, I got to tell you, you two both are examples, total examples of how 
to play that big and truly enjoy who you are. My question is, how'd you get there? Oh my gosh. Well, I think Lisa was born confident, born (laughs) confident, but I was so shy. All my high school classmates said I was the shyest one. I was afraid of my own shadow. I never wanted to um, piss anybody off, to be frank, Forbes. And I have had to learn to fall flat on my face and get back up and fall flat on my face and get back up and fall flat on my face and rise again. And really, this happened for me because when you're the 51% owner of a company, you can't quit. So I had to persevere and figure it out. And I think it's just all of those times where I embarrassed myself or I didn't know something and I had to get back up again. I forced myself to do it. That built my confidence. And really, there's no easy way to get around that unless, like Lisa, you're born with it. Well, so Lisa, thank you, Renee. Is that true? Yeah, no, I wouldn't, you know, was I bored? I, I'm, I'm a little more confident, but, you know, I, I mean, I think the confidence comes is because I'm a risk taker. So, so I, I, I tend to make the audacious bets like the bet I made to break the world sales record. And I, and I tend to put it all on the line and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And the good news for me is when it needed to work out, most of the time it did. And, and, and I, I think that's the difference because, and I, and I see it with women all the time is that, you know, they're afraid to make that audacious statement to bet the, um, you know, say something great about themselves, actually back up or tell people what they do, what they've done or what they stand for. And so, you know, you know, I, I, I get back to, you know, especially with women, I want, you know, we want to help them as do you Forbes to help them find their voice and the courage to, you know, to say the same thing in a board meeting that a man would. Okay, so, you know, it's funny because I still go back to, tell me about your book that the two of you decided to write together. First of all, how did you end up meeting? We met about 10 years ago in church. Um, we went to the same church, and um, that's, how, that's how we met, or 10, maybe, God, it's, it's, I think it's been longer than that now, probably 12 years ago. And, you know, we became friends. Um, the book just kind of came out of one night at dinner and a couple glasses of wine, and both of us being in very male-dominated industries, sitting at the tops of our industries, and kind of just comparing notes about what's worse, aviation or automotive when it comes to women CEOs. Ooh. Renee? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, I mean... I the wine, so the wine really is the common denominator, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of ashamed to admit that, but uh, most of our brilliant conversations occur, uh, occur with wine. Uh, Prosecco these days, usually. <laughs> that's funny so let me, let me less ask calories you, less calories let, let me ask you a quick question because this is also interesting about the, the balance of power as a woman so are you both married yeah yes 30 years yes, for me Lisa. Lisa's yeah I'm 27 I've, I'm a novice here at 27 years Lisa has 30 wow okay so that's a very impressive conversation so when you come home to your husbands do they both work your husbands Yes, both of them are entrepreneurs. Okay. Yes, and I work with my husband. So I'm his boss at work, and then he's in charge at home some days. Okay, so number one, we have to read that book on how that relationship works at work. (laughs) But but that's an interesting way that you just said it, and I think all my girls need to hear this, because there's a balance of power being a woman 
I've discovered that there's a masculine side to your energy and there's a feminine side to your energy, uh, which is certainly a little more pronounced than in men, their masculine and feminine side. But you just said that you're in charge in the office and he's in charge at home. So that's interesting how you've managed to flip that because it doesn't work if you're always just one. Am I correct? Right. I wouldn't be attracted to him if he wasn't strong and masculine, right? So I have to allow him the space to do that. I can't railroad him anywhere because he's strong. So we sharpen each other. And, you know, I don't always win at home and I don't always win at work. We balance each other out. His strengths are are definitely not mine and vice versa. Nice. I'm most impressed with how long you've been, been, been working and been together. Okay, my other one, how long have you been married? 30 years? Yes, yes, 30 years. What did, you, what did your husband do? Uh, he's an entrepreneur. We own a mortgage company for 20-something years that he and I did work together for the first 10 years. And um, I think we decided by the end of the 10 years, we didn't want to work together anymore. And so, and so we always admire uh, Renee and Kurt's uh, tenacity to work together in a high-stress environment and, and get through it. But, you know, my husband's the same way. I mean, he, he totally supports what I do. And when I was a car dealer, he was very proud of me and... Um, and he supports what I do now when I'm out on the road speaking and it's, you know, but I mean, you have to have men like Kurt and James that aren't, um, that aren't afraid or intimidated by our success. I mean, they're very proud of it. And so we're very lucky. We're very lucky. Well, I'm going to, I'm actually quite, quite excited, but a little, um, like, Hmm, what else can I glean from my ladies who don't have this? Now I'm going to say, I'm going to guess here that you both have a pretty strong faith. Am I correct? Yes. True. Yeah, I can feel that. I think that's one of the things that I've found in couples that stay together is part of their faith needs to be aligned, whatever it is, that that seems to keep people when the going gets tough. And you both have kids, yes? Yeah, yeah I have grown. Lisa. I've, I've got two grown kids and then two grandsons. And, and the, the point to faith, Forbes, is I think God keeps you from killing each other sometimes. Or, or he keeps you together during the tough times. At least, you know, that's what we believe, or I believe and my husband believes. Well, that's what I've, I've seen to be is that, again, it doesn't matter what the faith is. That it seems to be as long as you guys are aligned, it seems to be couples that share that particular aspect of their relationship stay together longer. So it seems like you guys have figured it all out. So when you see women, who, I mean, it's, I'm looking going, wow, beautiful. <laughs> wow, man, we told her. We our, told book, told her. our book just went to New York Times bestseller because Forbes Riley said, <laughs> we have figured it all out. I got to tell you, I was looking for a role model. And, you know, it's, it's like, all right, this is interesting. Now, are you both from Texas? Yes. Um, I grew up all over the place, so um, I've been in the South, in the Midwest, on the East Coast, but I've called Texas home for 16 years, and I absolutely love it here. Well, see, that's the only thing that I can hold against both of you, which is okay, because I come from New York, and I was in the Miss Teenage America pageant when I was 16 years old, and uh, I was talking like this, and I'm from New York, and what do I know? And y'all made fun of me, because y'all, yeah, y'all have the cutest accent I ever heard, and I'm thinking, what the F do you, what are you talking about? Um, and then when Miss Dallas won, I held that against the state for a very long time. But since you're both so nice, I can finally let that grudge go. <laughs> okay, but let's get back to this whole thing about how you think we've figured it all out. Because I think, I think what I would tell your listeners is you have to kind of figure it all out again every day. Because every day brings new challenges and new obstacles and new hormones and and everything else that you go through as a woman, and you have to figure it out every day. So some days are better than others, 
And some days are absolutely abysmal. And it's all you can do to put both feet on the floor and get yourself out of bed and brush your teeth. So I think you have to, as a woman, give yourself some grace to know that you're going to have some bad days because all of us do. Right. And I think that's something that's really important to keep in mind as a woman, because we tend to be really hard on ourselves. Yes, we do, especially if we're successful, because the truth is we actually don't have a whole lot of role models to look up to. Because the odd thing is most women have never had somebody talk to them like we're talking. They just haven't. It doesn't really exist. You don't get this stuff in college. And from what I can understand, uh, it's just you know, I didn't have any role models for this. I kind of made, I wish I did, but I made it up as I went along. Um, and so my, and again, I deal with so many women who don't have this. That's why I'm looking at you going, wow, you guys have a lot of great things going on. What overall advice, well, you know, I mean, you, what overall advice do you give to women? Yeah, this Lisa, I mean, I'll start with the fact that I think you have to find your tribe. And, and to your point, Forbes, I don't think I had role models per se when I was a young woman either. I, I had one woman who was just amazing to me. Her name's Linda Giebelhaus, and she's since passed away. And she she really was hurt on me and believed in me at the same time. And um, so there was her. But other than that, it, it now gets down to our tribe, right? We, we've got a very close-knit group of friends, and we're brutally honest with each other. And we hold each other accountable, um, we don't we don't sugarcoat stuff, and I think that's critical for women is to find your tribe. And your tribe may be one person, it may be five, it may be ten, but you you have to find other women who are living life like you are and are facing the same battles as you are. When you talk about mediocrity, uh, just, I'm sorry. When you talk about mediocrity, what are you referring to, Renee? Sure, I think. That word just, it makes my skin crawl. Just being mediocre seems like being adrift in the middle of nothingness to me. I mean, I'd rather be failing and have skinned knees and bruised elbows or standing on the top of a mountain than be mediocre because mediocrity to me is just not caring what's going on around you, not caring if you're going somewhere or you're trying it's just being stagnant and and when I think about stagnant and it's rained a lot in Texas lately I'm thinking about some stagnant waters that have mosquitoes growing in them and that just it just so I think of mediocre as being stagnant not trying not caring and just really floating wherever life happens to take you. And, you know, we can probably sum this up, and we do talk about it in the book, that life, you don't want the participation trophy that life awards you. You want something more than that. And I think most people who are listening to your show are interested in stepping out of a mediocre existence into something better, or they wouldn't be attracted to you, Forbes. I think you give all of us an example of what it's like not to be mediocre, and you're spurring other people on to that every day. I love that about you. Well, Anna and I appreciate that very much, and I've got about one minute left to go before we come to the next commercial. Uh, and I will send you my, uh, my beautiful fiancé talking about not mediocre is going for Mr. Universe. So I've decided to go for the very, very best of the best, both physically, mentally, and everything, and every other way you can possibly imagine. <laughs> because he I also, 
I know. I know. You need to look up Joshua Self on your Instagram because you'll both come back and you'll giggle after this commercial. In fact, y'all can look him up. Um, I'm just enamored with this man and how he lives life and the choices he makes. He inspires me every day. Did I just do a commercial for him? Damn. All right. We're going off to commercial. Yeah, I was about to say, but hey, but most importantly, he chose you. So you, so you know he's a smart guy. Oh, absolutely. I like you guys, Merlin Moore. You're going to have to come visit Tampa. I'm heading down to Dallas. All right, you guys, don't go away. You listen to the Forbes Factor. We are taking all of our lives to the next level. Don't settle for the middle. It's not a fun place to be. We want to rise you to the top right here. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this on the Forbes Factor. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Uh, you know what? I have to tell you, the conversation off camera is almost as good as camera one on camera. <laughs> Ladies. So, you know, one of the things they were talking about, and I'm going to ask you both one of the questions I always ask everybody. Renee, what's your first memory in life? My first memory in life is climbing up the front of my dresser Uh-oh. to get something off you. of the top and pulling the dresser over Hello. on top of myself. My first memory in um, childhood was climbing up the front of my dresser to grab something off of the top of my dresser. I mean, I was seeking heights that I had never experienced before from a young age, but I pulled the whole dresser over on top of myself. And I've learned recently that that does cause 
um, deaths and small children oh, sometimes. No, 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 no. I'm very oh, blessed no, to be no, alive. No, 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 no. I don't want to know what you thought then. So you would explain this to me. You were a young girl. You climbed up. You pulled this down on you. And what happened? Were you okay? I was okay. Yeah. The dresser landed on top of me. I screamed. My mom came and got it off of me. And that's the end of my memory. I just remember climbing and then falling with this weight. All right. So here's what I want to ask you. What decision does a little girl make about life based on that moment? Yeah. She makes decisions not to I'm not afraid of heights. Like I'll still climb, but man, like bungee jumping and other things where I could fall. I was much more timid about doing, like, you know, climbing into tree no, houses. No, no, you know what, and, Renee, that's not, like that. that's, not, that's not the decision that you made. I'm going to tell you the decision that I'm going to, I'm not going to give away the answer just yet. Lisa, what's your first memory? Um, mine was being in a crib. I was probably three to four years old. I had just gotten my tonsils out and there was a net over the, cri- the top of the crib and I couldn't get out. Okay. So let me ask you a question before I give Renee her secret answer for the day. Lisa, what decision do you think, for real, go back to that. What, do you, what decision about life do you think little Lisa made at that moment? That, that I never, ever want to be caged in. Bingo. How does that show up in your life? It's, it's, I'm an entrepreneur, and I always have been. I, right. I've, I've tried working for other people, and I'm not successful because I'm, I figure I, I typically end up not liking them by the end. <laughs> right, because you, one of the things that drives you is you don't want to be caged in. And I'm going to tell you, there's probably another mm-hmm. memory shortly after that that supports your fearlessness, whether you realize it or not. Because it's not about what actually happened to you, Renee. And, and not, it's more about the decision that you made. I'm going to tell you that you were okay after pulling an entire shelf down on you, and you were fine, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, so you didn't die. So what decision does a courageous little girl, even though you might have been shy for a while, what do you think you might have really concluded from that? That you can always stand back up after you fall down or after something falls against you. Right. So here you just talked about falling down and getting up and falling down and getting up, and that's how you run your life. Yeah, you're right. A hundred percent. Man, I feel like I should be sitting on a couch, Forbes. Well, I will tell you, this is what I do. No, but this is what I do, and this is the insight and genius that I just love hanging out with. It's I, I get to, to show my greatness so I can help you find yours. And the truth is, that when you uncover this, see, for the both of you, it's very positive. And you've made it positive. And it, it, by the way, it doesn't matter what happens. It's the decision that somebody makes. So if somebody falls down and breaks their leg and mom and dad are not there, they get rushed to the hospital. Their decision is mom and dad don't love me. They never did. They don't want me and I'm all alone. Or they decide that, hey, you know what? Things break, but I'm fine. I've gotten, I can always survive. Those are very different decisions that people will make in life. And so fundamentally, I like to hang out with people who've made as very young kids these super positive decisions about life because it, it, I don't have to fix them. You guys are doing great. Kind of funny, isn't it? We well, good to know. I'm excited just for that. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the issue that I found. And, and we just did a very powerful video that I'm going to send you because in one of my classes we recently did, I had women from all over the world, and we found ourselves all standing up and crying through all the rape and torment and molestation that has obviously prevailed over almost 85% of the female population. And so I love the fact that the both of you have these powerful abilities to stand up there. But when you hear the cries and the pain of women who don't have that, and the problem is they're not playing mediocre. The problem is that's they've been hurt somewhere. And this is such a beautiful videotape of women just saying, you know what, I've had enough. I don't want to live in this space anymore. 
And so I would love to turn them on to your book and what you do because they're ready, women are ready out there to take the past and leave it where it belongs in the past or fix some of the past so we can rewrite their future. Yeah, no, I love, I love that. that. And I, this is Lisa. And, and I, I can tell you when I see that, it makes me want to fight. It makes me want to fight for them. Um, and I feel like that, that was what I was put on earth to do was, was to fight for people who, who um, can't fight for themselves. Right. I, I think that's, I, I mean, I really do. And I wasn't kidding, Renee, when I said that you guys have it all. On some level, you have so much more than most of the women I talk to will ever have. And the goal here in listening to you, yes, crushing it and not being mediocre anymore, but understanding, one, how to be a woman. It's hard for women just to stand up, say their name, and say I'm enough or say I'm beautiful. And to watch them cry from one sentence usually breaks my heart. So you guys truly stand up and do this. Um, what do you do when you have a really bad day, Renee? How do you get out of it? Um, I usually go and sit outside. I have a really peaceful back patio, and I sit outside and just think. I just don't do anything else. I just kind of veg on my back patio and take some deep breaths and enjoy the usual Texas sunshine. Nice. So solitude. What do you do? I drink Prosecco. (laughs) That just makes your eyes... After a couple of glasses, it's not that bad anymore. All right. Mm -hmm. So here's the next question. I had no girlfriends growing up. I was ugly. I had a broken nose and frizzy hair and braces. And I was intimidated by anybody who I thought was, I, just, I was so bizarre. I was a very lonely, ugly little girl. I have come to learn. Wait, I thought you were Miss New York. That was when I was 15 years old. Before that, I was eight okay. years old when I had my nose broken. I had eight years of braces. I'm going to hear horrible stories. Oh. I mean, I had full railroad tracks. I was overweight. My mom was 260 pounds. And then after my dad put his hand in a printing press and spent three years in the hospital, They said, we have no money for college. And that's when my miracle manifestation started because my mom said, look, there's this pageant. And I said, well, no, she said, no, don't worry. It's not a beauty pageant. It is a written test, a talent, and a personality. And you have those. I was a tap dancer and whatever. But my dad's doctor overheard that. And they gave me a nose job at 15 years old, fixed my nose. The braces came off. And I remember holding my dad's good hand in front of 350 little girls. One of them was going to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma and be on NBC with Bob Hope. And I said to myself, it's going to be me. And it was. And that was the first time I ever created something that I could have not done, that I probably didn't deserve. I could have talked myself out of it. But I said, you know what? I need this for my family. Otherwise, we're all going to fall apart and they matter too much to me. Wow. What a powerful, motivating statement. I, I admire you so much for that. I got to tell you, I didn't, it's funny, I didn't really have a choice. I'd grown up watching movies and TVs, and I saw people winning and living in exotic cities and in big houses and having great relationships, and I didn't have any of that. And that one moment, I very clearly remember, and I have it all over my wall, standing on TV with Bob Hope, changed my entire life. But the funny thing was, when I got there, I got incredibly intimidated by all of the girls who came from Texas and had it all together and were so pretty and pos- you know, and proper and ate the right forks, and I didn't have any, I was like the pretty woman on steroids thing. And I spent the rest of my 20s figuring it out on my own. Uh, I even went to work for a billionaire. And when she said, get Louis Vuitton out of the trunk, I turned to her and I said, who's in the trunk? Yeah. So I, <laughs> and so I realized. She probably loved you for it. Well, I, I think she did. And she taught me a lot. And I, I learned, you know, I, I just not the world that I came from. But I had a vision that people lived differently than I did. 
And it's been my mission to meet women like you. And, and by the way, here's what I've come to understand is that I don't care how beautiful, rich, or successful you are, somewhere you've been hurt or let down or screwed over. It doesn't matter. I love my women I, because they're no better or worse than I am. But it took a lifetime of severe pain to get to where I am. And I'm kind of hoping to compress time through your help for other people out there who struggle. Well, I think one of the things, Forbes, that Lisa and I noted as we were writing the book is that there's not a single strong woman that either one of us has ever met who hasn't been on her own road to hell and back. And so every single woman that we know has a story of being hurt or being rejected or being let down or being demoted or or um, demoralized and risen from that and said, you know what, I'm not, I am choosing not to stay here. And each one of us has that story. Some stories are far worse than others. And, you know, my story isn't that bad. And Lisa's story isn't that bad. But we think about some of the women that we meet who have, who've just um, flourished after, going through absolutely horrific things and we applaud them and we celebrate them. And we talk about some of those women in our book that, you know, started out not like we did with big parents in in suburban America. Right. And isn't it fascinating how, um, you know, it's just fascinating. And I'm excited. I have not read the book. So now I need to, as do my listeners, where do they go to find the book? They're going to go to Crushing It, and that's crushingititacademy.com, and they go to the store, and there's the book. Nice. Now, and for, um, we, 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 would, we would love to send you a personalized autographed one, of course. Oh, dang. Well, that works. Okay, okay. <laughs> so if you had to sum up, what's one life lesson, one mantra that you walk around in your head with every day? Um, it's Lisa. Wait, I you know, know what I would say is... is Yes. Okay. What I would say is Uh-oh. what I walk around with every day is, no, I can no. hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but you cut in and out. It's because you're so far away in Texas. Okay. <laughs> it's Lisa. You know, um, mine is, mine is to push and that is to persist until something happens. And, and I absolutely believe it in my whole heart is that you've got to push. And the day you quit pushing and the day that you uh, are not unapologetically fierce anymore is the day you're going to fail because nothing's easy and anything that's worth having is not easy. So you got to push, persist until something happens. I love that. I got 30 seconds of commercial. So Renee, you're going to have to hang on for a quick second. And then I'm going to invite you both to join me to do something special. You up for that? Yeah, of course. I know you are. All right, everybody. Don't go away. In fact, I'm going to invite all of you to this. On Thursday nights, I have a free call that we do. I'm live coaching Zoom clients all over the world. We get to inspire and push each other up called PermissionGrantedProductions.com. I know I should make it shorter, but give yourself permission. We're going to grant you PermissionGrantedProductions.com. I'm going to give you permission right now to go to the bathroom, grab a glass of water, but come right back. It's commercial time. Don't go away. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. I'm down to the home stretch here on Forbes Factor, and we're having some serious, successful girl talk. Hey, um, so I was talking at the beginning about not having friends when I was younger. How do you, the two of you are pretty tight. You've written a book together. What's one of the secret sauce formulas for women being friends with each other? Lisa, do you want to start? I do. I think um, I would say my number one thing is that you have to root for them, that you have to genuinely be like, like when Renee or Rebecca or Angel or any of my very dearest friends, like when they have a big win, I'm sincerely happy for them. And, and I root for them and I try to help any way I can. And I think women don't like to do that a lot of times because I think they're so insecure as to what they're doing sometimes that when their friend has a big win, I think it makes them feel less than. Just, just, just my, my personal opinion, but it's what I've seen over the years. I kind of agree, Renee. Yeah, I agree with that as well. And Lisa is um, exceptional at this. I remember when we very first became friends, she was putting on a charity fashion show and she had decided that my, um, I'm tall and thin, um, and she decided that I would be and the gorgeous. perfect person to, to, to be on her fashion show runway, only I lacked so much confidence. And I remember her telling me over and over again, you're going to be great, you're, you look great, you're going to be great. And she put this, like, clip-in ponytail in my <laughs> hair, and it was like... It was like this magical thing that all of a sudden I felt like I was all that in a bag of chips. And it was just a clip-in ponytail that happened to match my hair color. And it was hysterical that I got so much confidence 
from Lisa's belief in me. And so I think that that's something that if you can foster that, people believe back in you. So Lisa has hundreds of friends, and I cannot believe how many people she keeps in contact with and keeps meaningful relationships with. It's because she invests in them. And I really, it's one thing that I really would celebrate about her now that she's celebrated so many things about me over the years. Oh, I like this. Okay, so I, I do too. Did... She is so <laughs> doing the eulogy at my funeral. It's not even funny. Oh, now, so you know, don't menu boxes. Do not do it, Lisa Copeland. Yeah, so, so menu boxes or briefs. I'm tempted to ask you lingeries or PJs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am so uh, yeah, PJs. It's for me. not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I, I think that too. happens after like 30 years of marriage, girlfriend. You better be lingerie with a, with a hunky fiancé. You, yeah, you, <laughs> you, you should see Renee in a bikini. She doesn't need to wear lingerie. She just puts on her bikini in her backyard and, you know, it's just, it's game over. So, Well, I'm thinking that we need to do a Facebook Live so we can see all this and celebrate this because, I, you know, it's one of, at least I think I said this last time you and I were talking too, is that it, it, what great girl energy and there's not enough of this. So uh, I'm going to have to, you know, make sure that this happens here. Um, both have kids. We'd love Talk to have you on our shows also. I didn't know you had shows. No one's invited me to your show. Um, okay, tell me about your show. Well, I have The Art of the Big Sell, which, of course, hello, you're the biggest seller I know. I'm and the then, Renee, I'll let you tell about your show. What sure, is your name? I have a podcast called... Go ahead, Lisa. What, what's the name of your show again? Oh. Uh, the the art of the big sell, build a okay. build a movement, build an empire, which is what you've done, Forbes, and it's four thirty oh. on Mondays, and it's Facebook Live. Only because I like live, I have to be live. Like I tried to do the podcast thing and just shoot me now. Um, <laughs> I like the live, I like the face to face. Yeah. Well, you may consider coming on the radio. We're definitely live, uh, Renee. What is yours called? Yes. So I have a podcast called Defying the Status Quo. And it's all about helping companies empower women. Because in my space, I have lots of men who say, well, I'd really love to hire women, but no women are applying for the job. Or I'd love to promote women, but they don't have the job skills. So it's really about how to attract, retain, and promote women into, into bigger and better positions. There's only one female airline CEO in the world. Wow. Okay. That blows me away. You know, it's fun. I've been watching uh, Mindy Grossman, who is our CEO down here at home shopping. She just took over for Weight Watchers and they just lost an entire, they just launched an entire rebrand and it's very women. It's very girl because she is, and she's a successful woman who wears killer shoes and great clothes. And, uh, she just brought a company into the 21st century. So I'm always confused why, I mean, I do think that men create a lot of things that we find uncomfortable, like bras and high heels. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm going to start to think about it. I know, uh-huh. I know. I, I want this movement to work. I want now. You have you have daughters or sons, real quick, as we end up with this show in a couple of minutes. Want to be? Uh, I have a daughter and a son. Yes, both of us. Okay, you guys really are perfect. Okay, I also have a daughter and a son. Thank God. And I, the only thing I can say is that I had mine born on the same day because I was one and done. Oh wow! Well, the twin, Martin. Oh yeah, and if you can, only, if you. you can overcome. If you can overcome having a 65-inch waist and get back to where I am, girl, you need a spin gym. 
Which brings me back real quick. Um, diet and health advice. You guys both look extraordinary. What's uh, Lisa? What's one of your diet and health tips? Don't say prosecco. Okay. Yeah, I won't say prosecco. Um, right now, um, I'm 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 on the downhill, and I am I, I'm I'm doing something called Isogenics, and no, I'm not selling it, but it's just something that is working for me right now. Good. They make great products. I know the owner of the company. I love her. Yeah. And Miss Renee. Okay. Uh, I thought Lisa was going to say vodka when you said she couldn't say Prosecco, but uh, <laughs> I follow <laughs> I follow a diet plan um, that my sister-in-law promotes as a nutritionist, and it's really just um, healthy, clean eating. Um, I try to work out and stretch, and, but I have to admit, Forbes, that I am blessed with really high metabolism and really good genes, so I cannot take all the credit, I mean, Forbes, although I did, you, do take you good care of myself. It's so perfect. Yeah, I was really starting to like her until just that last moment. Darn. Um, <laughs> I'm telling no. you, she's perfect. Five, <laughs> five foot ten and just can, can, uh, can I still rock that bikini. You know what? And I love that. Like I said, I honor it and I celebrate it. And everybody still needs to spin gym just as a little last plug to you guys, uh, which I will say now. Do me a favor. Get Carl or something. Give me, bo- give me both your emails when you get a, when, when you get a chance uh, when you get back off this program. Yes, absolutely. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. I, you, I got one minute left, Renee. Ten seconds of how wonderful this conversation was. Oh, my gosh. I am so energized to face the rest of my day. I loved spending time with you and Lisa and just celebrating how women can get ahead. Thank you so much, Forbes. You're welcome. Lisa, your turn. You got ten. Okay, Forbes, all I can say is, you you know, go get it, girl. You're killing it, and you're crushing it, and, and we wish you great success on your course launch next week. Well, the both of you, I just adore you. Thank you both so very much. And all the women listening out there, let me tell you something. you got to ask for help. you got to be bigger and better and more different than you ever imagined to get things that you never imagined. It's out there. We're here to help you, whether you chime into Forbes Factor, where you get your book on Crush It Mediocrity. There are people out there to help you. Do me a favor. Please listen to these words. Do not suffer in silence. Stop playing small. The world is too wonderful and life is a gift. You really need to enjoy it. I'll see you guys again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.